This is Temple Radio with Leanne, the Barefoot Medium, providing you with easy access to information, knowledge, wisdom and guidance from experts, leaders and spiritual practitioners to support you to connect, transform and grow with love, soul and spirit in your everyday lives. Welcome everyone to this episode of Temple Radio. My name is Leanne, the Barefoot Medium. I'm an international medium, trance channel, psychic detective, twin flame connector, spiritual teacher and author. I'm originally from Brisbane, Australia and currently living in Colombia, South America. Now, Today, I'm so incredibly blessed and excited to have my dear friend and colleague join me, Claire Kelly, who is an internationally certified MBIT coach and psychomatic therapist who helps her clients to break through subconscious blocks and self-sabotage behavioural patterns through private programs and one-on-one sessions. So Claire joins us today on this episode of Temple Radio to specifically talk to you guys about MBIT. What is MBIT? And specifically, what is the heart brain? So I'd like to welcome Claire to this episode and invite you to just share with listeners a little bit about who you are and your journey so far around love, soul and spirit. Wow. Thank you. (laughs) First of all, I'm really excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm very grateful. Um, And I'm really excited about um, talking to you guys today about MBIT and what it is that I do and how I even got into it. So in brief, MBIT, what it stands for is multiple brain integration. So it's actually based on scientific research. A couple of guys, the guys who wrote the book who came up with the process are neuroscientists. And it's based on the different intelligences or they've discovered there's different intelligences in the head, the heart and the gut. What most people realize or associate with you know brains is obviously the head brain. They don't actually consider the heart as a brain but it's obviously recognized as an intelligence of its own, but no one had really considered the gut brain and how that kind of came into the picture. So what MBIT does is it helps people align their head, their heart and their gut. So not just to reduce stress and clear illness in the body, but also to help people really move forward and take action from a really grounded, integrated space. So you might hear a lot in conversations, a good example would be, you know, people that are really struggling, they might feel like someone's a good fit for them, but then their head is saying, no, they're not the right fit or they're not a match career-wise or money. So what the MBIT does, it helps people get really in alignment with relationships and what their heart really wants and if they're really connected to someone. And you can also use the different intelligences to come up with ideas. Like, So it's a different way of processing and working with the head, brain and your gut to take action 
to move forward to creativity. So each of the intelligences has their own specific skill set, their own highest expression. Mm-hmm. So it's also learning to work with, okay, well, the heart, the heart's about emotions, about emoting and feeling. So, of course, we use the heart to discern around relationship. We can't use our head to discern who's a good feeling for us in relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and look, I really love how you talk about integration of those three brains because, you know, we're, when we talk spirit or love or soul, it's all about connectedness. It's all about tapping into our intuition and even, yeah. even in love and relationships, it's about knowing what feels right and good for us. And we often know that intuitively but if we're not connected with those three areas, then then I guess it can make it challenging, can it? Well, yeah, because if you're not really connected to self, the the best thing about the Embit stuff is it helps people get really connected to themselves, every aspect of themselves. So what happens in relationship or what I've seen through my time, you know, working with clients is that if they're not connected to themselves, then they'll they'll project onto the other person. Mm -hmm. So how this might play out, say maybe you've experienced abuse or you experienced something really hard growing up, that pattern of abuse could then be triggered in relationship if someone doesn't treat you or they touch you a certain way because your gut brain might have stored that memory, um, around that incident so what you want to do is clear any memories that are getting in the way of you actually having a really strong connection with your partner and so is that what we what some people refer to as subconscious blocks is those memories and those experiences from say the past or beliefs or experiences that we might have gone through that have been you know from the heart's perspective I guess hurtful or sad or you know bring up grief or loss yeah absolutely see because the job essentially with the ember how it works is you need the heart to lead we need the heart to guide the way and then the head and the gut support the heart that's how it really works that's how it works best when um, we have abuse or we have something painful happen the heart say the heart we had a really bad breakup And what happens then, the head goes crazy, we can't function, we can't do our job, and then we might even, uh, the heart will be sad. So the gut brain will try and look after the heart maybe through binge eating or through food or uh, chocolate or wine or whatever to try and look after the heart. It's trying to look after the heart, but it's obviously misguided. So what you need to do in that situation is actually get the whole body working together to support the heart. So you need to love the heart up so that then the gut and the head know what to do. They're not kind of going off on their own tangent. It's like little kids you yeah. know, running amok. If you don't tell them what to do, sometimes they'll just do whatever they want because they think that's you know, that's what they do. They don't know any better. Yeah. So it's almost like you have to train the gut and you have to train the head to really support the heart. Okay. So if we talk the heart brain, for example, if we're sitting in, and I think you mentioned something about the highest expression. Um, If we're sitting in the highest expression for our heart brain, what does that Mm -hmm. look like, sound like, or feel like? Well, the highest expression for the heart brain is compassion. Ooh, nice. So we don't even use we don't even use the word love in 
in ambit because some people even have negative connections to love. You know, they associate love might equal pain with them, mm. but compassion, compassion is the feeling of compassion. And that is the highest expression of the heart. The head, the highest expression is creativity. The gut, the highest expression is courage. So what you want to do is combine and use the highest expressions of each of the intelligences to really move forward yeah. so anything less than compassion that's not the heart's highest expression so um you know for me i i love that word compassion and you know um when i when i talk spiritual energy or you know helping people shift beliefs and unconscious blocks as well so you and i do similar work in that way just different processes and i yeah. love how how MBIT fits in with what I do as well to help you guys, our listeners, to be able to move through your everyday experiences. And for me, um, you know, the way spirit talks to me about the energy or vibration of things is through fear or love. Mm -hmm. And those two are essentially the only emotions that we have and then our brain kind of attributes feelings to it. So I love how you talk yeah. about compassion because everything positive, like um, joy, compassion, happiness, fulfilment, um, all of playfulness, you know, uh, whatever, comes under love energy for me or the vibration mm, yeah. of it. So what I want, would love for you to share is compassion now i know people say have compassion um and it can be really challenging if you've got a person in front of you in your everyday life who is really pushing your buttons and really triggering you to go into frustration or anger or impatience or whatever how do we embrace compassion Well, that's a really interesting question. It's a great question. For me, the definition of compassion and the most important thing for me working with people and for myself is to have compassion for myself first, Mm. right? Have compassion for me first. So having compassion for me first also means self-care, self-love, not being stressed and being in my highest expression, which is me actually in compassion energy and love energy versus anger, resentment, bitterness, any of this other stuff, which actually, actually the heart out of balance. So I actually go, okay, I, I could choose to engage in some of that energy, but that's actually not love for self. That's actually for me, that's not definition of compassion for Claire. Mm-hmm. So definition of, com- of compassion for Claire is actually being happy, light, positive in that energy so that I can take action from my highest expression because I feel my anger or resentment. Or that's actually not me in my highest expression. That's not love for me. So that's the first part of the process. So anytime I recognize I might be dropping into judgment or uh, anger or any of that, straight away that's stress on my body on my central nervous system so then it's like okay that's actually not care that's a compassion for clay i've got to switch out of that let that go from a from a stress perspective Mm. so it's also recognizing where your energy is 
but knowing when some people are in anger or judgment or um, resentment or whatever's playing out for them, that's how they are is it an expression of their internal world. Mm. If someone, you know, beeps at me and goes crazy on the street, whatever reason, I don't know what's going on in their world. Mm. Yeah, sure, I might have been a trigger for them, but they might be, you know, losing their job or they've lost someone they love or whatever. So I actually will always try and not always understand what's going on with some, but I recognize that that's someone else's journey in their projection. That's not my energy. And that's how I have compassion for self. I won't take on energy or blame or, or other heaviness from other people because I recognize it's a projection of their heart or their subconscious or whatever's playing out for them. But it's taken me a while to get to that point. And it still doesn't mean I don't get triggered by people who are really, you know, intense, but I know that taking on that energy isn't going to help me. It's only going to cause me stress and it's not going to help them. Mm. When someone goes off at you and you keep a level of compassion and you're open to receiving whatever's going on with that person half the time they'll just break down and apologize afterwards if you don't even if you're just holding the space with compassion and love Mm. because i know sometimes i've lashed out at people when i've been upset or angry and then straight away i've realized that was nothing to do with them absolutely and i think it's really beautiful that you talk about that whole projections and triggers and You know, what's popping into my awareness is my work, particularly around twin flames. And, you know, you and I have had many a conversation about the information that's out there in the public about twin flame relationships and what that actually means. Um, And we won't go into that today. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's probably a whole other radio show. Yeah, it's a whole other show. But it's really interesting that, you know, if we look at whether your heart your heart brain, like you talk about, is in balance yeah, or in compassion or in, yep. like, you know, unbalanced in fear or whatever because yep. normally when we get triggered it's a fear or an, like a subconscious block or a pattern Yeah, when that big, like I always see this big red button and, um, you know, go, oh, God, someone's just pushed my big red button. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> And um, it's having the awareness of when you're triggered, when someone's actually hit that button. Um, Yeah. And remembering that everyone comes into your world as both a student and a teacher. Mm -hmm. And I love how you talk about projections because particularly in the spiritual community and with empaths, um, really sensitive people, there's this talk about mirroring. The other person is mirroring me and it's my stuff and I own it and blah, blah, blah. And so I think that it's really important to be able to know or discern and discernment is, you know, a different word for judgment. Judgment tends to have that negative fear-based energy that brings you into imbalance, whereas discernment is feeling what's right and what's not for you. Yeah. Um, To be able to discern whether a person in your world or an experience that you're going through is mirroring something that you need to be aware of Mm -hmm. and that's within you. Yeah. Or 
if it's simply the other person's buttons being pushed and they're projecting onto you. So I think that's a yeah. really, really valid point because no matter where we're at in our spiritual journey in particular, we're all human and we're all learning and growing. So, um, you know, we can work with as many clients as we like. We all get triggered. Absolutely. And it's important to own that. <laughs> It, it is because if you own it, so everything that's happened with, or everything that goes on with me with clients or relationships, or whatever, if I own it, then I can grow from that experience. So a while ago, you know, I met a guy on Sunshine Coast and what played out was those times I was overgiving and then I felt like he was ignoring me. But instead of blaming him or going into story on that, I actually turned it around and I used it as a mirror. And I said, where am I ignoring myself? I'm overgiving here. Where am I overgiving? Where am I not giving to self? And where am I ignoring myself? And actually really looking at that helped me shift and change so much of my energy where I had been neglecting myself. He was just that his behavior was just reflecting what was happening within me, ignoring what I needed, ignoring, you know, my desires or certain things. So you can always turn it around. So that's a really good little question. That's one of Byron Katie's little tricks. She turns mm -hmm. the question. If you think someone's being narcissistic, where are you being narcissistic? Yeah. And because that's you, because that's your projection, your shadow side. If you're seeing someone as narcissistic or angry, they, they might be. Yeah. But there's some aspect we like to judge other people. But the fact is we've probably done everything that that person's done, if not worse. So that's where we get triggered because we've had pain. We can connect with that experience. If we get upset because someone's ignoring us, hmm. it's because we've had that. Ex we've ignored. We've ignored someone else. We yeah. know how. To, you know. So we're very. We can be very quick to judge, and having compassion is also understanding that there's times when you probably haven't been the nicest person, or there's times where you've been angry or upset, mm -hmm. and so then straight away, instead of being in judgment of the person. We're in allowance and we're in acceptance of that. It doesn't mean that we take it on, but we don't engage with the energy. We don't react with the energy, which means we don't take it on, especially as an empath. Yeah. If you align and agree with it, you take the energy on. If you resist and react, you also take the energy on. But if you just allow it to wash off you like water on a duck's back, cool. But if you own it and you really go, okay, there's a trigger here. Is that within me? Oh yeah, that's right. There was a time that bang, I did that. That's the memory I need to release now. That's what I need to clear. Yeah. And then you won't get triggered by a narcissist or, or whatever else is going on. Mm. And, I, and I think that's really important to recognize is that, you know, um, and what's popping in is the universal spiritual laws are a little bit like the laws that we have when we're driving a car on the human roads, you know. Um, yeah, there's yeah. universal laws about how energy works and the law of balance or the law, law of polarity talks about you can't experience love, for example, without experiencing its opposite because we're here to experience both. Now, yeah. some of us might experience a lot of, you know, one type because that's part of our journey and, you know, learning in order to come back into balance with ourselves. 
things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, narcissism is just um, the inability to be empathetic. So, So, you know, where is it that you need to embrace more empathy would be a beautiful question. Well, it's interesting because what's actually going on with narcissism or the energy of narcissism, it's purely because that person has shut down their heart. Yeah. That is what's going on. That's why there's no feelings or no empathy because the heart has shut down. Now, the reason that the heart is shut down could be because that person was screwed over or hurt when they were really little or something terrible happened to them because of an incident and that's when they shut the heart down they didn't mean to mm. become a narcissist it's just happened because they shut down their heart so there's different levels of that yeah, and i don't even i try i not even use the word narcissist now i i actually have narcissists are ones that you need to have compassion for because yeah. they've lost their ability to connect with the heart space. So with that, that can be a challenge working with someone who has really shut down their heart for mm. that long. Mm. But there's always a memory or there's always a point before that happened that you can reconnect with. It's just letting the heart know that it's safe mm. to actually feel again. So yeah. But it's and, recognizing if your heart's open, my mm. heart's so open, I can feel if someone else's heart's open or not. Mm. So now, because I have compassion for self, if my heart's open and I can feel another person's heart's not open and, you know, my heart might like them, if, if their heart's not open to me, I will step away until their heart is open to me. Because otherwise, yeah. I'm putting myself in a position where I can give love and feel, but then they don't have that empathy. It's yeah. not going to come back. Yeah. So now I love myself enough to wreck. I can feel that when someone's closed or not. Mm-hmm. So I won't go there. I, I have so much love for myself. I won't go there because I know that's not going to serve. That's not going to help me yeah. in relationship because I'd be dating a narcissist. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah it does. Um, yeah. And I'm just getting aware of the, the time um, here. And I just would love for you to share with, with our listeners today, Claire, uh, maybe three tips for how people can practically work with that heart energy or that heart brain um, in their everyday life to, you know, either allow themselves to transform into more compassion or to connect Mm -hmm. more with others and to grow into more love for self. So have you got three tips for people? Yeah, well, probably the the biggest thing with the MBIT process. And the first thing that we have to do as an MBIT teacher is learn how to get into the state of coherence, which is basically where your heart feels the energy of compassion. You have to start the process for compassion and for MBIT with the heart, the feeling, not the head, not what you think you should do. So you actually have to feel love for self. So a beautiful little process. And the first thing I'd recommend to anyone, even if you just practice this one thing, it's a process of being in your heart space and being in the energy of love and compassion and gratitude. So focusing on something, and I'll do it even right now on the, on the call, Mm -hmm. something in your life that you are so grateful for. And you are so appreciative of, and it might be, you know, I'm really grateful for this opportunity to do the radio show. I'm really grateful for everyone who's listening. 
um, and the ability to share this work. I feel really blessed. Straight away now my heart is starting to swell up with mm. this feeling of love and compassion. And there's no room for judgment or anything else in that. That mm. is the energy and the feeling that you want to connect to. So if you want to stay, if you want to amplify your heart space and you want to come from that energy of love, that's the first thing you want to do. Before you have a business meeting, before you have a date, give yourself just a minute, a couple of minutes to bring up and bring up the feeling of mm. love and appreciation and gratitude. And that in itself totally changes your energy and people will be drawn to that because your heart is open. And then that tra it's almost like people can feel the energy of your heart. So that's why we have to do it. It's called entrainment in mm. the teaching where that's why the Dalai Lama, he can walk into a room and all of a sudden people might start crying because they can feel his the love. It's not, yeah, yeah, it's not from the head. It's from yeah. his heart. And so his energy has expanded out. So when you do that, you're expanding your heart energy out, which is, you can, it's a tangible, I can feel someone's heart when it's like, bang, it's really open. It's amazing. Yeah. So that's, and, that's a cool thing you can do. And I know that, you know, particularly in the spiritual world, people talk about lifting your vibration with gratitude. Yeah. Um, and often people go, I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for that, but they actually don't feel it. And no. there's a difference. So I really Absolutely. appreciate that. And yeah. I'm really grateful and really blessed and really appreciate you sharing your knowledge and wisdom with callers today because um, Claire's currently in Peru at the moment in Lima <laughs> um, doing, doing some of her own journey with heart, soul and spirit. Um, and so I'm really grateful for that. And I just want to say to people, if you're finding it really difficult to jump into and feel gratitude and appreciation, you have to be authentic in it. Yeah. So just own it. You've got to own it. If you yeah. can't feel it, there's then a don't reason. Go there. Yeah. And yeah. Just, you know, appreciate if you're in a state of anger or frustration or whatever or yeah. confusion, sometimes it's okay to go, I'm really grateful for this confusion because after confusion comes clarity. Yeah, and you're honoring whatever emotion is coming up. You're honouring mm. that. If there's anger coming up, your heart's out of balance. There's a reason yeah. for that anger. And that might be connected to your gut brain might be trying to look after you to stop you going into an abusive relationship. Yeah. So you don't want to ignore. You've got to honour whatever emotion is coming mm. up. And if you are struggling to feel grateful or compassion, then there's a real challenge there because it's been a while since you've connected, really connected with that. So that is something that might be a block, what we call a nib, where there's a block yeah. and the heart because you haven't felt love maybe you've, you've been brought up in a horrible environment and mm. your life has been really tough it can mm. be so hard for some of those people to feel compassion yeah but it's still there's an opportunity to do that it just might take a little bit more time absolutely and so sometimes it's you know and um if i've been triggered by something and have awareness that my heart's closed down in order to keep myself safe and protected while I move through whatever's come up for me. Yeah. I have awareness on that and in order to move myself out of it, I often go, I really appreciate the air that I'm breathing. I really appreciate the grass or the, you know, the apartment yeah. that I'm living in. Whatever yeah. it is that you can start with that's more neutral rather than going into, 
I really appreciate some of this real big heartfelt stuff because it just yeah. is inauthentic. So uh, yeah. thank you yeah. for that. Um, and and it, might, it might just be being grateful for being alive, you know, yeah. and being here. Yeah, I'm grateful for hot water. Like I'm grateful for a good coffee. It's really little things here for me that I'm like, I'm grateful that I'm, you know, I have access to an iPhone and I can do this amazing work because I see so much here every day that is, it's reminding me and it's so easy for me to straight away go into gratitude because it's real, it's very real, it's little things here for me at the moment. It doesn't mean I can't do the big things and that's all people need to find. It can just be, it might be just someone giving you a flower or someone opening the door for you or whatever it is, it doesn't have to be a huge thing. It's just something where someone or mm. a situation ha- you are grateful for, and it doesn't have to be something huge. No. Yeah. And, and I find it really funny that you talk about your gratitude for hot showers because, you know, <laughs> um, I'm living and I've been living in Colombia now for oh, just over 12 months, and um, I'm in Santa Marta, and there is no hot water. Um, some of the really good quality hotels do have. Yeah. Um, yeah. Generally speaking, there is no hot water. But yeah. uh, we're on on or close to the equator, so it's always summer. It's very hot. So yeah. I'm actually really grateful for the cold showers because it cools me down. Awesome. It took me a while to get used to it. But, you know, it's really um, funny that you talk about that. So what I want to do, and thank you, I think that's probably the most powerful thing that that does get us in our heart space and connected with that brain because it is intelligent. It does know what to do. Absolutely. Um, But sometimes we just need... We need to practice. Most people don't practice that. But that is one of the things when we do our training. We have to start. Like even before I did this call, I got into a heart space... I felt gratitude before I came on the call because I'm, I want other people to feel the energy of my heart. And this is something where people are really disconnected now. They've become really disconnected from even the feeling of gratitude or the feeling of um, compassion. And so the more you practice that, the more you train that, the easier everything becomes because you don't worry about the other stuff. You just, you get it. You just have compassion for everyone and everything and self most of all, but everything just starts to become easier because your heart is just grateful for being alive or you're grateful for having money or a roof over your head or um, an amazing family, you know, which some people just don't have that. Yeah. I'm so, so appreciative and grateful for you joining me today, Claire. Can you please let people know how they can connect with you if they want more information about uh, either your MBIT programs or your one-on-one sessions? So the best way to reach me is simply through my website, which is lotusprogram.com. There's a contact page on there. Also, my Instagram, which is Claire, C-L-A-I-R-E underscore L underscore Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y. And I have a Facebook profile as well, which is just facebook.com, Wing, C-L-A-Z-W-I-N-G. That's my personal one, but I do a lot of live streams sometimes from my personal and 
that's just easy for direct messaging as well. So awesome. they're probably the best ways. Yeah. Awesome. And yeah, so if you have some some areas where you'd like some help with releasing subconscious blocks or self sabotage patterns or want to know more about how to get into that beautiful big heart brain, connect with Claire through her website, Facebook or Instagram. Again, thank you so much for joining me for today's episode of Temple Radio. I'm so incredibly grateful. To our listeners today, if you'd like to connect further with me, my name's Leanne, The Barefoot Medium. My website is thebarefootmedium.com.au. Also jump on my Facebook page, which is Temple of Love, Soul and Spirit. And if you're interested, I also do a free monthly magazine called The Temple Magazine, details on my website, and you can subscribe to that. If you have any topics or questions that have come out of today's episode that you'd like to know more about the gut brain or the head brain, Claire and I might do another episode on that <laughs> um, if she's open to that. Or if Absolutely. you like some mini readings or to discuss another topic, please jump on my website, thebarefootmedium.com.au and email me through your questions or your topic areas that you'd like to know more about and we may be able to have you on as a guest for a mini read. Once again, thank you so much for joining Claire and I on this episode of Temple Radio. I wish you absolute best in your everyday life and I hope that you move through today tomorrow and all the days to come with connection, transformation and growth around all things love, soul and spirit. This has been Temple Radio with Leanne the Barefoot Medium, providing you with easy to access knowledge, wisdom and guidance from experts, leaders and spiritual advisors to support you to connect transform and grow with all things love soul and spirit in your everyday lives